Which common infection is associated with frailty in older adults? Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior Vice President and Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you today from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. Toxoplasma gondii, a common cat-borne parasite, may contribute to frailty in older adults. This according to a study published in the Journals of Gerontology Series A, Biomedical Sciences, and Medical Sciences. An analysis of blood samples of 601 Spanish and Portuguese older adults with a mean age of 77.3 years revealed that 67% were T. gondii seropositive. The researchers could not establish a positive association between frailty and T. gondii seropositivity. However, there was significant positive association with T. gondii immunoglobulin G serointensity and frailty when accounting for age. The associated resisted successive adjustments for gender, depression, cognitive impairment, sleeping at home, nursing home status, level of education, comorbidity, body mass index, and obesity. Patients with frailty and high T. gondii seropositivity also had higher levels of inflammatory markers, quinurinine, tryptophan, and soluble tumor necrosis factor 2, suggesting that infection with T. gondii could exacerbate inflammation that already occurs in aging. In our next story, a case control study published in JAMA Network Open has shown that brain inflammation does not appear to cause neurologic long COVID symptoms. The investigation of 37 patients and 22 controls showed that cerebral spinal fluid, white blood cell count, and protein levels were not elevated in those with neuropsychiatric symptoms related to long COVID. The cerebral spinal fluid to blood albumin level was also normal in patients with long COVID, suggesting that there was no blood-brain barrier dysfunction. And finally, presenting weight loss treatment as a positive opportunity can help your patients achieve success. An analysis of 246 patients, seen by 87 general practitioners, published in the Annals of Internal Medicine, found that relative to creating a sense of referrals as neutral news, if they were presented as good news, they were associated with an increased agreement to attend an intervention for weight loss, increased attendance, and weight change. There was no difference in mean weight change comparing bad news with neutral news and no difference in patient satisfaction across all three approaches. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing, Medical News Roundup, and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mastello for selecting and editing our stories and to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.